ಗಣೇಶಂ ಗಿರಿಜಾಪುತ್ರಂ ಗೌರಭಾವಂ ಗಿರಾಂವರಂ ನಿರ್ಗುಣಂ ಗುಣತತ್ವಂ ತಂ ನಮಿ ಸುರಮವ್ಯಜಂ ಸುಧಾಭಿಷಿಕ್ತಸೇವ್ಯಸಾಮಲ ಸದ್ಗುರೋ ಶಾಂತರೂಪ ಪಾದಛಾಂಹಂ ಲಲಿತಾಂಲೀಲಯುಕ್ತ ಯೋಗಿನೀವರಸಂಯುತಲನ್ಮಾಲಾಗಲಾನ್ ಲೋಲಾಂ ಲಾವಣ್ಯಾಂ ತಾಂ ನಮ್ಯಹಂ ದಿ ಸ್ಟೋರಿ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಲಲಿತಾ ಪರಮೇಶ್ವರಿ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಲಲಿತೋಪಾಖ್ಯಾನ ಲಲಿತಾದೇವಿ ಅಸ್ ಅ ಗಾಡಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಡಿಫರೆಂಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದುರ್ಗಾ ಪಾರ್ವತಿ ಕಾಳಿ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮೀ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಹರ್ ಸ್ಟೋರಿ ಇಸ್ ಯುನೀಕ್ ಹರ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟಸ್ ಎಮಂಗ್ ಗಾಡಸಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಯುನೀಕ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಇಸ್ ದ ಗಾಡಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀವಿದ್ಯಾ ಉಪಾಸನಾ ಪದ್ಧತಿ ಶ್ರೀ ಇಸ್ ದ ಗಾಡಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀಚಕ್ರ she is one of the dasha mahavidyas she is the goddess of famous lalita sahasranama as we proceed we will see that many of the names in lalita sahasranama have their connection to the story of shri tribura sundari lalitopakhyana is part of brahmanda purana rishi agastya once set out on a journey towards the south crossing many mountains forests and villages as he interacted with people he found them immersed in ignorance and miseries and sorrows and pains arising out of ignorance he reached kanchipuram there he worshiped lord egamreshwara and kamakshi then he started observing tapas Shrihari Mahavishnu appeared before him at the end of his tapas. The Lord came in the form of Hayagriva, the deity of supreme knowledge. As he appeared, the world filled with his brilliance. The Rishi did pranamas to him again and again. Agastya asked Bhagavan, How will these people ever achieve relief from sensory delusions and ignorance? he requested bhagwan that he be told a way to liberate these people bhagwan hayagriva said i have been asked the same question in the past by brahma mahadeva and rishi durvasa you are all teachers of the world you are all keen about the welfare of the world i will pass on this knowledge to you through you may it spread all around the world and become the cause of liberation to many bhagwan said i alone cause creation sustenance and dissolution i have two forms pradhana and purusha pradhana is the saguna world which you see and experience as plants animals humans mountains sky clouds stars and planets my other form is called purusha which is nirguna without any attributes without a particular name or form try to understand either one of them fully either the saguna form or the nirguna form you will be liberated there are two ways to achieve moksha liberation 
either get detached from all karma through severe tapasya or worship adipara shakti the first one is difficult the second one is easier even the worst sinners have achieved salvation merely by meditating upon her mahadeva became the lord of yogic powers by meditating upon her there is another peculiarity about her upasana if you want enjoyment in worldly life and moksha subsequently you worship shri lalita tripura sundari if you want both she is the only way to worship shri lalita you don't have to give up worldly life she gives all enjoyments of worldly life and moksha thereafter get initiated into her mantra learn how to do her puja you will definitely get both bhoga and moksha i shall hand over to you the most secret knowledge of upasana of shri lalita mahatrabhu sundari let the world learn it from you and attain realization said bhagwan agastya wanted to know more about this goddess called lalita tripura sundari agastya wanted to know more about this parashakti and bhagwan hayagriva told him go to hayagriva maharshi there was a maharshi also called hayagriva he was an amshavatara of bhagwan hayagriva himself you go to him he will tell you more about parashakti shri lalita mahatrabhu sundari agastya went to hayagriva maharshi requested him to tell him all about lalitambika her origin her different forms and leelas hayagriva maharshi said lalitambika is akula akula samayantastha samayachara tatpara says lalita sahasranama akula means one without a kula she doesn't have a father and a mother she doesn't have a family in which she is born into if you take parvati we know that she is himavan's daughter if you take krishna we know that he is vasudeva's son but lalitambika doesn't have a father or a mother she is nitya nirlepa nirmala nitya niragara nirakula nitya permanent she doesn't go anywhere even at yuganta pralaya which happens at the end of every yuga kalpanda pralaya which happens at the end of every kalpa that is once in 4.32 billion years or pragradika pralaya which happens at the end of lifetime of brahma she doesn't go anywhere she is nitya she is nirakara without a definite form she is not constrained by a particular form it is not that she exists only in one form she can assume any form she wants she can be a bird she can be a flower she can be a man she can be anything that she wants she is nirguna without attributes the satyarajas tamogunas but at the same time she is trigunatmika the essence of the three forms she is nishkarana without a cause 
there is no cause for her nothing cost her she is nirishwara she doesn't have anyone above her superior to her nishkarana nishkalanga nirubadhar nirishwara she is ayonihi without origin ayonir yoni nilaya she is aja not born ever existent ajaakshaya vinarmukta mugdhaakshipra prasadini she is vishwarupa this whole universe is her own form only vishwarupa jagadhatri she is kshaya vriddhi vinarmukta without growth and decay she is the support and foundation of everything sarvadhara sarvadhara supradishtha sadasa rupadharini at the same time she is niralamba she doesn't require any support niramaya niralamba swatmarama sudhasratihi she exists in all actions as kriya shakti swarupini ichha shakti jnana shakti kriya shakti swarupini she is knowledge itself jnana jnaya swarupini both knowledge and the known she resides in the heart hrdayandastha and is revealed through meditation dhyanagamya she emerged from the deep meditation of brahma and was called prakriti the form of hers emerged at the time of churning of the milky ocean lord shiva was enchanted by her beauty and lord dharmashastha was born out of their union lord shiva who has mastery over the senses he is the slayer of kamadeva he himself got enticed by her beauty hygriva said i will tell you what happened indra used to move around the three worlds seated on his airavata and everybody paid respect to him indra was intoxicated with his power mahadeva asked rishi durvasa to pay a visit to him durvasa traveled through the land of vidyadharas in a shabby attire looking like a madman a girl with a beautiful garland appeared before him she was frightened by the looks of the sage durvasa asked her where she got that beautiful garland from she said she was praying to the goddess and she gave it to her durvasa asked will you give it to me and the girl happily gave it to him durvasa became very happy even the likes of brahma never got anything so precious a garland gifted directly by the goddess he blessed the girl he became so excited that he continued his journey keeping the garland upon his head he saw indra and handed over the garland to him indra casually took it in his hand and kept it on airavata's head airavata was irritated took the garland with a trunk and threw it on the ground durvasa was infuriated he trembled with anger he cursed indra you have shown disrespect to the garland which is worshiped even by brahma you will be deprived of all your prosperity and your kingdom will be doomed indra was shocked he didn't expect so much he rushed back to indrapuri and sat there worrying bad omen started appearing in indrapuri devaguru brihaspati was called in and indra narrated the situation to him 
how to come out of it how to save himself and his kingdom from durvasa's curse devaguru said that sins committed will exhaust only by suffering their consequences and also by observing prayaschitta indras brahaspati what sin have i committed to land up in this situation what prayaschitta should i do to get out of it brahaspati said diti was the mother of all daityas and kashyapa their father rupavati was their daughter rupavati was married off to dhata a deva dhata is also known as tushta and is another form of surya daughter of a daitya married to a deva a son was born to tushta and rupavati his name was vishwarupa he was very brilliant and became an authority in vedas and shastras he was always immersed in the worship of shri hari he had three heads he was also called trishiras the asuras chose shukracharya as their priest indra wanted vishwarupa to become their priest vishwarupa agreed even though he became a priest of the devas he did not have any ill feeling towards the daityas daityas were his own people from his mother's side both devas and daityas were equally strong then indra right from beginning was a bit suspectful of vishwarupa how can you trust him his mother is a daitya indra felt that whenever a yajna was being performed vishwarupa was secretly making offerings for the daityas also by chanting mantras allowed for devas and silently for the daityas indra cut off his heads indra incurred the greatest of sins called brahmahatya by doing so he started suffering because of that and hid himself in a cave in mount meru vishwarupa's father twashta cursed that the devas would lose all their prosperity with indra in hiding the devas became leaderless and the daityas started tormenting them devas approached brahma for a solution brahma could not give them any solution then they all went to narayana indra's sin was divided into three parts and given to earth trees and women on earth it appeared in the form of natural fissures on trees in the form of sap and in women in the form of menstrual blood all three were also granted boons to compensate for the burden taken by them the earth was granted the boon that any pit or hole dug on it will eventually get filled up the tree was given a boon that any branch cut off will grow back and women ability to bear child and give birth in every menstrual cycle thus by giving away his sin indra regained his lost glory twashta went to vishnu and requested that his curse should not be rendered totally ineffective it should affect indra at least some time in the future knowing what was going to happen in the future 
Lord Vishnu just observed silence. Indra became hotter day by day. To the extent that he ignored the supremacy of Mahadeva and started disturbing even Kailasa. Lord Shiva himself created the situation that got Indra cursed by Durvasa. So, Indra was cursed by Durvasa. The three worlds lost all their prosperity. Yajnas and Danas were not being performed anymore. Yama, Niyama, Tapas, everything disappeared. Brahmins became greedy and faithless. The earth became barren. The sun and moon became dull. Agni lost his brilliance. The sky lost its pristine clarity and Devas became weak. Sage Haigriva said, as this conversation was taking place between Indra and Brihaspati, a group of demons led by Malaka entered Devaloka. They destroyed Nandanodhyana, the garden of Devaloka, started beating up the guards, looting and forcefully taking away the Apsaras. The Devas screamed in fear and ran to Indra. Indra abandoned his throne and along with them ran away. They all approached Brahma and narrated the incidents to him. Brahma told them to approach Srihari. Brahma also accompanied them. Srihari advised them to propose a compromise with the Asuras. Bhagavan told them to lure the Asuras with the possibility of achieving immortality. He said all the medicinal herbs should be put into the milky ocean and it should be churned with the mountain mandara using Vasuki as the rope. The Asuras should be promised an equal share of the Amarda that would emerge from churning. However, Bhagavan would ensure that they get nothing. By drinking Amrita, the Devas would become strong and immortal and they could regain all their lost glory. Accordingly, a truce was arrived at between Devas and Asuras. While churning, the Asuras were tricked into taking the head side of Vasuki, while Devas held the tail. Poisonous fumes coming out of Vasuki's mouth burnt and destroyed a lot of Asuras. Bhagavan assumed his kurma form and supported the Mandara mountain from below and Brahma kept it lifted up from above. Srihari, assuming various forms, moved about among Devas and aided them. From the milky ocean being churned, came out Varuni Devi with drunken eyes. She was the goddess of Sura, liquor. Sura means liquor. She went and stood before the Asuras and they refused to accept her. Hence they became known as Asuras, devoid of Sura, liquor. Prompted by Brahma, the Devas accepted her and they came to be known as Suras, the ones with Sura, liquor. The divine cow Surabhi then emerged followed by Apsaras and the divine tree called Parijata. Then emerged the moon which adorned the forehead of Mahadeva. Poison emerged which was taken up by the serpents. The divine gem called Kaustubha came out and was taken up by Srihari himself. An intoxicating herb called Vijaya emerged which went to Bhairava. 
then came out lord dhanvantari carrying the pot of amrita and lakshmi seated on a lotus the muni started praising her by chanting shri sukta the gandharva sang for her and apsaras danced for her the elephants guarding the eight directions called the ashtadiggajas performed abhishega on her with waters from holy rivers such as ganga the milky ocean presented her with a garland made of lotuses and vishwakarma gave her various ornaments she seated herself on the vakshasthala chest of shri hari and glanced at the devas with compassion devas received the graceful glance of goddess lakshmi and the asuras did not all the fatigue of devas left them and they became fresh asuras became anxious and snatched the pot of amrita from the hands of dhanvantari a fierce battle started between the devas and asuras this was never going to end brahma went back to brahma loka and mahadeva went back to kailasa through his yoga shakti bhagavan shri hari manifested shri lalita mahatribura sundari as mohini who was his own form wearing enticing attire and ornaments she stood there as the epitome of feminine beauty her appearance brought the battle to a sudden halt she mesmerized the asuras with her pretty smile and said you both are not going to gain anything out of this fight let me mediate between you i shall rightfully distribute the amrita among all of you the asuras handed over the pot of amrita to mohini she made the devas and asuras to sit in two separate lines and standing between them told them to observe silence while she served them the amrita taking turns with a golden spoon she started serving the devas first the asura called rahu disguised himself and sat among the devas as soon as he drank amrita he was spotted by sun and moon and devi chopped off his head with the edge of the spoon even after seeing this the asuras mesmerized by the beauty of devi did not utter a word after distributing the entire amrita among devas she kept the empty pot before the asuras the asuras then only realized that they have been cheated they were enraged and again started fighting but this time devas had already drunk amrita and become strong and immortal asuras were devastated by devas malaka was defeated by indra and he occupied the throne at amravati once again this was made possible only by the mercy of devi narada was a witness to all this he went and narrated all that happened to lord shiva after he left for kailasa hearing how shri hari assumed the form of mohini lord shiva wanted to see that form he left for shirasagara mounted on nandi along with parvati devi by then mohini had disappeared mahadeva started looking around he saw a beautiful garden never seen by anyone before with all kinds of divine flowers emanating captivating fragrances there were bees buzzing around the sound was outperforming the veena cuckoos at their melodious best and peacocks dancing around merrily there were trees everywhere and a lake full of lotuses 
as the slow breeze spread the fragrance under a parijada tree was a beautiful feminine form she had the brilliance of the rising sun and she was at the prime of her youth seeing her shiva left behind parvati ran towards her and embraced her out of this union was born very powerful deva called mahashasta shri dharma shasta also known as ayappa the famous deity of shabrimala very powerful he can vanquish crowds of demons all on his own 